two occasionally awesome. I'm still Nick Youssef. Kevin Christie. You're still Kevin Christie. Yep. Uh, how's it going? It's going good. Good. It's hot. I don't know what part of the country you're in, but right now it's October, almost the middle of October in LA. 100 degrees outside. It's. What if it never? I thought about this yesterday. <laughs> we all keep thinking it's going to end. What if it just doesn't? The heat wave? Yeah, what if it just doesn't? I, mean, I would be happy with that. What if it. No, no, no. <laughs> not, not. Like 90. I'm not talking 90, dude. I mean 100. Like, what if it's just like this, like, most of the time? Yeah. I feel like this summer, it wasn't. This seemed to. This was one of the hottest summers on record in LA. And uh, it felt to me like it was never not miserable for more than like four or five days in a row. Whereas last year seemed kind of mellow. Last year wasn't this bad, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't don't think. I remember there being like maybe five or six full blown 100 degree days. Um, Whereas this. One, there'd be like stretches. a couple like two week heat waves. Yeah, where it was a hundred three days in a row, and then you're like, well, tomorrow at least it's going to be ninety six. But I'm cool with that because I think last summer it was like there were a lot of overcast days, and it was just like get hot already. Fuck you. Like I was like breaking extra styrofoam, and like I kind of don't. I rented a Hummer as and left it running. Above nine, as long as it's not above ninety. Did you just hear anything that. I just said? Yeah, I heard it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. um Above 90, it's when it gets above 90, that's where I'm like, okay. It just, but what if it never goes away? I mean, the worry that everyone has with like, people are like, global warming is going to make this way more common. Yeah. But who knows to what degree? But I don't fucking mind. I I prefer when it's hot out. No, not me. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm into it. I'd like it if it were like, Two weeks of like 90s, 100, and then like day and a half of cold, maybe a little rain, then right back to like hot, sunny. Yeah, when it breaks, when couple it's broken days up rain. like that, that's good. Yeah, I'm told I could live with that forever. Right. Um, right now, someone's like in the freezing cold in this like southeast, whatever, like, fuck you. You yeah, don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I would like it to be feel, I would like it to be, it's, it's been like this a long time. The only like part said, that bugs I, me is like I it's not conducive to like jacket weather and like Yeah, you know, can't wear cool clothes. clothes. Yeah, you can't wear like your cool clothes and like layers and shit like that. Yeah, you can't wear like a long sleeve shirt. Yeah. It's awful. All right. I have uh no road gigs of any note coming up. Yeah. At least not soon enough to really talk about yet. Yeah, I only have one. I have two in December, that's all I have to do. Yeah, likewise. But yeah. you guys are gonna have to wait to hear about that. Stay tuned. Uh Coming soon to a comedy club near you. All right. Um, so this is another, as you've read in the description of this episode, we're just going to recommend a few things we're into. Uh, a feature we used to have way back in the early days of this. I think that lasted three whole episodes. No, it's more than that. Do you think? Yeah. I feel like it went like two. No, no. It was like five, six or okay. something. Because it was just at the end of the episode, we'd each d- oh, we'd yeah. do one thing. We're like, I recommend this. This is a cool thing. Right. And then we just kind of stopped doing it. Because it's like hard to have like a new thing that you're into that's like, a you know. Right. That's new to you or different or whatever. So, But now we're probably going to try to do every six, seven episodes where we're like, pick a few things. These are cool. These are fun. These are new. These are awesome. Um, and that is this. So let's get the fuck into it intro music wow <laughs> <laughs> um do you want to go first 
Um, Do you want to reiterate what we said last time? Oh, yeah. So my three last time, I can't remember the episode name, um, but it was Kevin and Nick recommend stuff. It was probably like a couple of months ago by now. Um, I recommended uh, a book called How Music Got Free, Mm -hmm. um, which I hope you read. It's so fucking good. And then I recommended two things that I already forgot. (laughs) Really? I already fucking forgot, and I just wrote them down this morning, and I don't even fucking remember where. I recommended sports, liking sports. That's right. Get into a sport. Yeah, I just like watch sports. I recommended collecting things, and that turned into collecting pins specifically. Right. And then I recommended a book about the Supreme Court. It it was either Supreme Conflict or The Supreme Court. I'm looking for the spine of it, but my girlfriend reorganized my bookcase, and now I know where nothing is. Tell them how she reorganized it. By color. <laughs> Which, who does that? <laughs> she did. It looks nice. It looks it really lo- nice. It, it looks cool, but how do you find anything <laughs> now? There are things next to each other that don't belong next to each other in a way I can't even explain to you. Right now I'm looking at a, a book about art next to a biography of Tony Curtis. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, that yeah. is really funny. I think it was Supreme Conflict is what I recommend. Okay. I will go first. Okay. Um, this one's kind of weird, sort of. It's like obscure, I guess, because mm-hmm. um, I don't know how accessible it would be to everybody. But the Internet's here, so you can probably order it. Uh, I, as you know, if you listen to this or see me do stand-up or whatever, I don't drink. I'm sober. Um so I don't know what to drink when I go to a bar, really. And water gets boring. So <laughs> one, it just gets boring. Like an ice water is just like, you want something to sip on that has some kind of fucking flavor. Yeah. And getting like a Virgin Mary or a Virgin whatever, that, that's, right. that's stupid. Um, what are they called? So there's, a, there's a word for them now. I have no idea. It's like cocktails, but they call them mocktails. That's what really? they call them, yeah. They call non-alcoholic cocktails mocktails. Mocktails, which is Fuck clever, but sound it sounds pretty stupid. Yeah, that's dumb. They have a mocktail set like areas of the um, menus. I, I know I was somewhere recently and I saw the mocktail section. Yeah, I'm, I'm not into that. Um, so you know what I am into though is a nice craft-made ginger beer. Yeah, dude, ginger beer is the yeah. shit. So ginger ale first, I was like, yeah, I'll just drink that. It's got some flavor. It also to it. looks like booze a little bit. Yeah, I don't care about the look thing, but like it tastes like something. It's not just fucking water on ice, which a couple of those. Yeah, but if you're hanging out a bar, every place I perform at, it's basically a bar. Any comedy club, everyone's fucking drinking and like, you know, bottles of water get fucking boring. So for a while, it was just the ginger ale out of the gun, which doesn't taste that good until you have a good ginger beer. And then you're like. This has like flavor. There's They're spicy ones. Good. There's like sweet ones. Sometimes the bottles are cool. My favorite brand that that I'm gonna focus on recommending because you, this one I've seen the most is this company called Bundaberg, B-U-N-D-A-B-E-R-G, and they make a really good ginger beer that comes in one of those like short little fat yeah. glass bottles. I've, I want to say I've had that one. Yeah, that's becoming had one common in the, in the small. It's becoming pretty common. And I think you can order it on Amazon. So if you like don't drink or just want something else that kind of tastes good, that's not. I also don't drink soda, which is another reason. Because well, otherwise, I would go to bars and just be like, 
19 Dr. Peppers. Like, the pro- like I would do that with the few times I would go to bars is you start drinking Cokes and then after like three hours, you've basically ingested a bag of sugar and you feel like a sloth. And like 50 milligrams of caffeine or yeah, more. You You're feel just like, really gross. Yeah, I haven't had a soda in like... But they are free. Since the ni- late 1990s. That's somewhere. Oh, man. I love Coke. Yeah, I miss Dr. Pepper here and there. That was my yeah. favorite one. Um, but I've never had the desire. Did you like squirt? No. I never I liked the squirt. clear or yellowish, <laughs> like squirt, Mountain Dew, any of those other. They're just like the flavors never were good. Squirt to me was good. I still like squirt. Um, seven up. I was always told if you have a stomach ache, you drink that. So I would drink it then. And even then yeah. it was like, I'm like, I like Sprite better than seven up. I, I like Sprite better than seven. Up If I had to pick. Yeah. Um, but then when I had to pick, I would always pick Dr. Pepper. Really? Dr. <laughs> Pepper. Dr. Pepper was the best. Huh? Uh, Bundaberg is the Dr. Pepper of ginger beers. Right. Basically. It's the best one. I think I've had cock and bull is another brand. There's just like a little spicier, I think. So when you're drinking ginger beer, like there's either the mild ones, which are kind of boring, or you can go like spicy, crisp, or like kind of sweet. Um, I don't like to go too sweet, but I kind of prefer those over the spicier ones. Some, some like Bundaberg's a good mix of like spicy and sweet. It's very like crisp. Um, I had one recently that was so that was so spicy it like made it was hard to drink. Really, it like almost made me sneeze. And there's another a brand that you can kind of find a lot of places is Goslings, that has like a fucking seal or whatever on it. They're in like cans, like soda cans. But I think they use like high fructose corn syrup or whatever. Like I like the ones that use like actual ginger root mm-hmm. and then like r- actual you know sugar if they're gonna use sugar. Um, those ones just taste better. Fever Tree is another good company. Like you can find all these on Amazon if they're not going to be sold at like your local like bodega or, or supermarket or because fucking Seven Eleven is not going to carry right that kind of shit, you know. Um, but it's a good drink to like fucking switch it up if you're out anywhere. And a lot of times, some bartenders <laughs> don't even know they carry them, yeah, because they're not ordered that often, you know. Or if someone goes ginger ale, they just use the little like Coke gun and then the fucking g and there's a ginger ale so some bars i go do you have ginger beer they're like oh what is that i'm like oh well they're usually in cans or they're like oh i I can go check and they'll come back and they're like yeah man we got this i didn't even know i'm like that's the one and it's usually bundaberg so ask a bartender and if they go no don't feel bad about asking again like are you sure you don't have any ginger beer like in the back because sometimes they just have no clue because everyone's ordering a fucking whiskey sour just like combine they just combine Coke and Sprite. Yeah, they do Sprite and like lemon and something, <laughs> yeah, which like, I'm like, yeah, gross. that's that's soda, dude. I don't yeah. want that. Although I love ginger ale. Like just right out of the can. Yeah, shitty ginger ale is basically soda. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, it is. Soda. Yeah, it's a carbonated water, yeah. corn syrup. and I you love know. Canada dry ginger ale. That's you know what else good. I've gotten into is sparkling water. Yeah, As I a, can't. A weird like side kind of connection because like ginger ale. That LaCroix shit seems to be like taking over this area, like the east side of Los Angeles. It's pretty good. I don't like it. I've drank a lot of it because my girl likes it a lot. It smells like as it's. What flavors? I've had the gra- I've had a lot. Grapefruit, the lemon. Those are the only two I can think of offhand. But the, I had as, the lemon one. Right as it's like you're about to drink it, you smell it and you're like. This is going to be good. And then, it, to me, it tastes just kind of like plain 
fizzy water, yeah, which is fine, but I don't like that. It's like crisp. It's, it's very crisp. super crisp and like it just tastes refreshing, especially when like yeah, you, you I obviously just want like the tiniest bit more fruit flavor. I like fruit flavored soda. Yeah, I'm not really into that grape, like but Welch's it's good if you soda. want if you just don't want to drink water. Yeah, it's like it's it's kind of like sparkling water. It's a it's water cheap, solution, and it's um. It has like no calories, no sugar, no nothing, but it has like still some flavor. The people that are fired up about LaCroix are big water drinkers. That's what I notice. Right. Where I, um, I am not. But yeah, get into some ginger beer. And if you, I could have mentioned three or four more, but there's like there's literally a lot. But if you know of one that I, you think I should know of, please let me know because I'll fucking order it. That sounds like a challenge. Yeah. Like fuck, I gotta order us ginger beer. So seventy five people. I just like finding like new good ones. There's another one that has actual pieces of ginger like floating around in it. I think they sell it at Shop House. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember the the brand name. You should go with Dean. He's got two for one. Yeah. Oh, I know a guy. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, your turn. Um, I am going to recommend heavy metal. What? You got to be more specific than that. I No, the genre of heavy metal music. I think it gets discounted a lot of the times. By people who are no longer 19. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. It's like a thing you're only into when you're young, kind of, and yeah. it doesn't get oftenly taken seriously as, as a... I take it very seriously. Well, yeah, yeah I'm, this isn't for you. You like yeah, heavy yeah, metal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I listened to some older Metallica recently. What album? Fuck, kill them all. Yeah, yeah. It was great. It's so good, right? It was real. And dude, dude, injustice for all, metal up your ass. Yeah. Like ride the lightning, Metallica specifically. If you just want, if old the, Metallica is yeah. If for you younger people that weren't, you know, going through your formative years in like the early yeah, mid nineties, where when Metallica was good, and all you know is the later Metallica. Listen to really old Metallica, and you're gonna a probably not even recognize that it is them, and then you're gonna go, these guys were the gods of shredding. Yeah, they were so they were metal. That's dude. the easiest way to get in, to listen to heavy metal is just get old Metallica. Yeah, but I mean, like or Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden, Sabbath. Yeah, uh, uh, Deep Purple. Deep Purple, I consider them more like classic rock. They uh, they kind of like, they're credited sometimes as kind of inventing it. They weren't like as metal sounding as metal bands, but they kind of started the heaviness. And then uh, Anthrax, fun. Like yeah, Anthrax. Okay. But I think, I just think, and you know what I like? I, I really like metal fans. They're fucking informed. They're super passionate. They're usually really nice because right. they're kind of nerdy. It's not cool. Like, metal's not really cool. It really isn't. But it's still really big. You just don't ever hear about it. Like, there's those humongous festivals that still happen all the time. Like, Oz... Does OzFest still go on? I don't know. I think it, like, has been on and off. Right. What's the big one in Europe? I have no idea. Big... Just festival or metal festival? Is it Glastonbury? That's not a metal festival. It's not a metal festival. It's a regular... That's just a regular music festival. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they could have a metal festival. I don't know what it's but called. But like Dean and I were talking about, like Metallica played the first, like the first, or s- the first Lollapalooza. And yeah, it was almost like people were like, "Whoa, this is like not," and they still just like blew the doors off the place. Here is I have a, and I didn't even know you were gonna pick this one, right? But I have a companion article that people can read mm-hmm. if they're 
if they had just told themselves, but I don't like metal, <laughs> then you should read this article called 10 Metal Albums for People Who Don't Like Metal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I read it a couple months ago, um, and it just gives you 10 like kind of accessible metal albums that aren't like too hard and too too crazy. I listen to all of them. Mm-hmm. And there's some good ones. There is oh yeah, Motorhead. I forgot to say, fucking Motorhead. Yeah, Motorhead's day, good. Homie. You know what? A good, like, reliable metal band that's not like too black or too speed metal or too or too crazy is Pantera. Mm-hmm. Pantera is a great fucking metal band. Their yeah. shit still holds up. Get Vulgar Display of Power. Okay, great album. It's so good. Also, I want to say this. If you start listening to metal mm. and find yourself genuinely liking it, one of the byproducts is you then Grow have an excuse out. to buy some of the best t-shirts <laughs> All right. yeah. ever fucking made. I know. Metal band t-shirts are the best. Yeah. They're made by people who care harder than any than anyone else making t-shirts. And who just don't give a fuck. No. Whether the design's going to be, oh, we might be going too far with this. They are amazing. They're done with a level of sincerity you don't see almost in any other genre. Yeah. They are beautiful. They're fucking so cool. I mean, a motor, right off the bat, entry level, the motorhead, the black motorhead t-shirt with the skull helmet with the horns. Right. Is one of the best looking things ever made in the history of visual anything. Right. It's so perfect. It's so badass. It looks good in white. Looks good in black. It's fucking flawless. But metal T-shirts, I I don't there. I wish there was like a def, there should be a definitive like museum survey show at like LACMA of just the history of metal T-shirts. And metal album covers. Metal, yeah, the are whole amazing thing. too. The art associated with heavy metal is great metal art because it's just done by people who love the genre so much like there's no way the people making the t-shirts are make getting paid in like the amount of money they should be getting paid for the amount of work it takes to make them but they're like no 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 do you understand that i'm doing a man of war t-shirt right now or an anthrax t-shirt like if you get to do a t-shirt for uh like bands like that you're like no dude i don't care what i'm getting paid I did a fucking I did a Metallica T-shirt. If yeah. I got a job doing Metallica T-shirt, I'd be like, "Hey, I'll give you a thousand dollars," and I would spend a year just to make it the raddest thing I've that I've ever done. Because it's there's, ugh, you should be so lucky to like a metal band enough to want the fucking to to, to then wear the T-shirts. Another Pantera album that's great is the uh, the Great Southern Trend Kill. It's got mm-hmm. a fucking rattlesnake on the cover. This it's is what I'm saying. It's classic. Also. The the gods of I mean I think the reigning kings of metal right now and have been for years still are Slayer, Slayer. like that's the metal band of metal bands. If you're gonna get into heavy metal, mm-hmm. you get into Slayer. Slayer get South of Heaven. Yep. Get um, God, what's their fucking um, like their big one? I'm blanking on the name. Like Blood, uh, Raining Blood. I think it is Raining Blood. Um, also, I mean, you want to talk to don't. And by the way, don't let the Olsen twins and celebrities who ruin metal T-shirts ruin metal T-shirts for you. Don't get in. Don't get sucked into like buying incredibly expensive vintage metal T-shirts. I mean, that's great. If you have the money to do that, that's really cool. And there's some amazing ones out there. 
but just go buy a fucking new one, wear it too often, wash it all the time, and guess what it'll become? A sweet broken-in metal T-shirt. Yeah. Go get in a fight while wearing it. Go ride your sweet BMX bike wearing a metal T-shirt and take it off of sweet jumps. Wear it skateboarding to the skate park and fall a bunch. It'll get broken in. You'll look cool as shit. The Rain and Blood album cover is... Like, a lot of, like, metal albums look like, like, if, like, old Renaissance-era paintings, like, were possessed by the devil. Yeah. <laughs> they have, like, that look to them. But, like, when you look at them, you go, like, who would think a metal band would put all that effort into an album cover? But they, like, they're so cool. And you want to talk type? You want to talk font design? Metal, bro. Yeah. I mean, dude. Like, that Slayer logo? Oh, so good. And I mean, uh, we've said this before, but it it never it always bears repeating is James Hetfield drew the Metallica type. Yeah, which is so cool. Every time I think of one about logo, that. one of the yeah. greatest logos of all time. He walked off the field a champion of logo design. Uh-huh. I mean, it, if metal's fucking sweet and it's sincere and the fans care and they're nice people and Satan is awesome and the T-shirts are great, it gives you excuse to wear all black and. Get your aggression out while listening what to What modern metal bands are you going to recommend to these people? <sighs> I mean, they don't make records anymore, but System of a Down. Oh, yeah, they haven't put out a record in forever. But that, to me, is the last one I was aware of that was, like, great. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. But, I mean, they were awesome. Yeah. Um, System of a Down's a great band. And I was a little too old. I remember even when I first heard them, I was like, I wish I was, like, 14 and hearing this. Because I would have worshipped them. I think I first heard of them around then, 14, 15. Yeah. Um, they were awesome because they had like, they took like the sound of metal and combined it with like Middle Eastern All like harmonies and metal me- yeah. melodies and stuff. That guy's voice is crazy. It sounded so fucking interesting. I'm like, these guys are doing something different. Very different. They're not just like these guys playing metal it's like they they they're they could also it. play really well yeah yeah they played their instruments great they were different they were sincere it was heavy as shit you got to start from the beginning they're with from system glendale <laughs> you got to start from the beginning with system you get the self-titled album first and then then you get uh toxicity steal yeah. this album was okay but Mes- mesmerize and hypnotize like their last two albums were good but mesmerize is fucking great they're always like their songs were always political which whatever right. when bands get political it's usually just you know it's not like wow they really say something insightful but i mean you know it's it's not annoying when they do it it's it's pretty good but me- toxicity and mesmerize like they had crystallized that sound they'd figured it out and were like we're putting out like so, like metal songs that you know right when you hear them like that's a system of a down yeah, song and they were the, able to go commercial with they it. sounded like no one else and you know what i know they get kind of another band that gets kind of re- kind of roped into the kind of a shitty genre is corn but there are some early corn songs that were very very different and good and heavy and interesting before you know the problem is they spawned a bunch of crap but i mean that first Corn album, I would say, had like a few songs. What on. was uh fuck? Not System of Down, not Corn. What was the band with the horse? With the horse, they had an album that was just like the horse logo on it. Fuck, I'm not gonna be able to think of it. But when I say when I recommend getting into something new, I always think kind of go to the beginning. 
So like start with like go to go go early Metallica. Yeah. Early Slayer. Iron Maiden. You know, that's that's where you that's where you start. Yeah, Iron Maiden's accessible metal too cuz they were like pretty early and it wasn't like heavy and just oh, you know, like the fucking yeah. yelling and like the like speed metal yeah. where you're like this I can't even make out any instruments. Yeah, yeah. Um but if you do want to go that route and not really know what's going on, listen to a little band called Napalm Death. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, Deicide is really good. Yeah, uh, Skinny Puppy. Skinny Puppy was like not like that. They, they were, were really like, heavy though. They were like a fucking goth metal band. They They're were like, like germ- well, it's it's the it's it's a they were like they it was super heavy, but like also electronic ish kind of they like were like a precursor to like Marilyn Manson like Nitz Reb Nine Inch Nails like that kind of that kind of sound but Napalm Death and Deicide are like it's like hardcore yeah speed metal or uh fucking you know who was great when I was a kid was Cannibal Corpse <laughs> yeah. their album covers yeah. are fucking amazing the cannibal corpse, everyone's just this bloodbath the cannibal corpse type is amazing Dude, same with napalm death that band was so fucking cool man metal when i was a teenager was yeah the fucking coolest metal metal is necessary if you're a teenager get into metal it'll help it really <laughs> it's like it's like having a punching bag that you can listen to yeah instead of like where am i gonna set this thing up i gotta hit it no you just put on a cannibal corpse track mm-hmm. or it was that deicide song it was like armageddon times a thousand or tens of million this is i mean crazy... i really liked megadeth i, I have a, a megadeth shirt i got yeah. in fucking portland and i was never a huge megadeth fan that yeah. was like they were okay their guy was cool vic yeah he's like a, a fucking eddie ripoff yeah um but i was in portland a couple years ago i was walking through a thrift store and there was like a cool looking megadeth shirt that Already, someone already cut the sleeves off of it. <laughs> yeah, because you're like, this guy fucking wore this thing to shows, and it was five dollars. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm wearing that on hot days. I bought a Megadeth shirt. There was a record store in North Hollywood. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called. It wasn't a Tower Records, but it was like just a CD place. And I went in there, and they they sold T-shirts. And I bought a Megadeth T-shirt. It was the Peace Sells. Megadeth t-shirt. My stepsister was really into Megadeth, too. It sucks that Dave Mustaine went kind of weird. Kind of ruined Megadeth's legacy. Yeah. And but he couldn't even fucking hack it in Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> which is like, how fucked up do you have to be to get kicked out of that band early on? <laughs> yeah, the nickname was Alcoholica. <laughs> it's insane. And like, how drunk do you have to be <laughs> to get kicked out of early Metallica? When yeah. all those guys did <laughs> yeah. was drink and do cocaine. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why Megadeth never really did it for me too much. Like they were good, but I was like, I liked them. I liked them. that. P. I liked P, the Peace Sells record. Um, Rust in Peace. I remember. Yeah, liking Euthanasia. I listened to. Um, uh, but they put out a ton of fucking a ton of albums. Yeah, yeah, and they uh, were like, I like they were fast. Like I like he played really fast. I liked that. Maybe they're cool. putting out an album next year. Okay. I probably won't pick that up. According to this. Yeah, that's the one thing that gets kind of sad about Metal Band when they get older and they're still putting out records. It's like, it's never as hardcore. There's yeah. too old. It's, I mean, literally, I think physically it's hard to play that fast past a certain age. Like, it's just, you know, you're... Yeah, even like rock hard. bands have trouble. And you're like, well, yeah, like, you know, like when, when Sabbath toured, like whatever last year, it's like they had to get a new drummer. 
Because yeah. the drummer's like, I, man, I'm 65. These songs are really hard to play. Oh, you know who else was fucking cool? They're not a- around anymore. They haven't been for a while. It was Sepultura. Oh, yeah. They had an album called Roots. Yeah, my friend Joey was, really was into good. Sepultura. Yeah, they were they were a pretty good band. They were like fucking just heavy and weird. They were yeah. from like Argentina or like somewhere in South America. They weren't even like an American metal band, but um, you wouldn't be able to tell, tell like by listening to them. But yeah. they were fucking cool. Yeah, get into metal, man. It's yeah. It's, yeah, I think it's a genre that doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, start with early Metallica, Slayer. If you want newer metal, though, if you're like, I don't want to go to the old stuff, Mastodon and Lamb of God. I bought are a both Mastodon shirt not even that long ago, and it was it's one of the best. It was the best, one of the best looking shirts. And Jason Lucas at the store was like, dude, sweet Mastodon shirt. Like, I guess Jason Lucas, big Mastodon fan. Yeah, they're good. They're, I think uh, uh, Crack the Sky is their probably most popular. Uh, if you want to start with a, with a random Mastodon album, I'd get Crack the Sky. That one was like critically acclaimed. Um, there was a, the article that I looked up that it was a different one. I was reading another one on like, 10 metal albums you may have missed that came out this year. And there were a couple like pretty good ones that weren't like too hardcore. I don't know where the fuck it is now, but uh, my second one, actually my, one of mine is music too, but maybe I'll save it for, for the third. We'll break it up a little bit. Mine, this one I came up with yesterday after this conversation we had, and then I went out and got them and now I'm all oh, about yeah. them. <laughs> you guys, if you're a girl, you probably already have this. Yeah, this is big shit yeah. for a girl. Get, if you're a guy, listen closely. <laughs> Go out and buy a pair of overalls. So many pockets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. And not like the fucking big baggy old school, you know, like you look like you're on a fucking farm ones. Or do. I don't know. I mean, maybe. maybe yeah. If that, yeah. Um, Roll up one leg. Pretend you're in a 90s R&B group, Tony, Tony, Tony. Right. Um, get a pair of like kind of fitted yeah. overalls. I got a pair that are black. You got the crew ones? Yeah. Oh, you went? Did you go to Kingswell? Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. Yeah. What size did you get? Large. It was the last oh, pair. They, so they weren't by like waist size. No, no. They were small, medium, large. Okay. They do. okay. Because the, the waist doesn't, it doesn't fit snug to your waist, which is why... They're so fucking comfortable. Yeah. They hang off of you. Yeah. And it's like it's like if they're like the pajamas of denim. I, I think guess. DJ took the mediums, the guy who owns it. We were both about the same size and I was really? like, I'm a, he's like, I'm taking these mediums. Dude, they're they're so comfortable. Are they? Yeah. I put them on, I was like, I could see myself never wearing any other <laughs> type of jeans ever again. Yeah. The problem, one of the problems is, is like you put on like a, I have a lot of plaid shirts. Yeah. You put that on and then you put the over, then you're like, now I look like a farmer what a little in, bit. What to wear <laughs> under overalls is the biggest. Yeah. To me, it's like, do you just go t-shirt is say, okay, my f- Brett, uh, uh, occasionally awesome guest, Brett Kilrow. Yeah. Wears overalls extremely well. He has he two pair. Mm. He has their. Uh, he had a. He has a pair of Oshkosh ones. So they have very small pinstripes or denim, and he's had them tailored, perfect. Like they're narrow. He had them cut down so they're narrow, and they look really cool on him. He usually wears them with an incredibly hard to find Iron Maiden T-shirt. Under, he has one of the best Iron Maiden T-shirt collections ever. I'll bet. Yeah. And or a hockey jersey. 
Those seem to be his, so either a, a heavy metal baseball tee that is Iron Maiden or ACDC, a T-shirt that's Iron Maiden or ACDC, or a hockey jersey. Yeah, is what he tends to wear. Those make sense because there's such a contrast. Yeah, but it, because yeah, I put on like a, a a plaid shirt, and I put on the overalls above, and I was like, this looks like yeah, kind of a costume. A little bit. It gets costumey. A little bit. Cause I was thought, you know, who who actually is into this kind of fashion a little bit is David Allen Greer. Oh, is he? Yeah, David Allen Greer. That's he does our show on Sunday sometimes, and he's really into um, that company, Filson. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, so, and because I noticed we he had a jacket, I was like, dude, sweet jacket. And that that company Pointer. Yeah, yeah. He really likes them. So we were talking about jackets or whatever, and I and we were like looking at stuff on my phone. He's like, ah, you got to be careful because it gets costumey. Because he was in this Broadway musical Porgy and Bess, uh-huh. which is set in like the 20s or 30s or whatever. And I think he kind of got into that fashion. And it's actually that style is a cool style you can wear as you get a little older. He's like, you know, 50 something or uh-huh. whatever. And, and he's black. Yeah. And black dudes can get away with any fashion. He ever. looks incredibly like he, the way he dresses is actually you kind of don't notice it at first. And then you look, you're like, oh, you dress cool as shit. Yeah. Like his look is kind of airtight. Yeah. But like he wears overalls. He wears like I think he has pointer overalls, uh-huh. and they are they're almost costumey, but they're not. But you got to be careful, like with the rolling them up kind of high. Yeah. So it's almost good to like cut it with a modern something underneath. What's good about the crew ones that I got? Crew Escape brand spelled K R E W. If you guys want to look these up, um, is they're uh, pretty slim down. Yeah. Down at the the they're leg cut opening. like normal skate pants. So you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to roll them. They hang right over a yeah. sneaker like perfectly which i was like okay so i don't have to worry about that and i wore sneakers with him because i was like if i wear boots and yep a a plaid shirt it's gonna look like it's gonna look a little kind of i feel like maybe you should always wear sneakers with him i think so because i wore like my red vans you could wear boots as i think boots and a white t-shirt's fine like a plain white yeah yeah, that looks a sort of... The fact of, that they're black makes it better. I think so. But I think a white t-shirt and blue denim overalls would look a little... Because the black and the white makes the overalls oh, up the here shape, pop yeah. out. Yeah. You might want to go black tee. I think I'm going to do that. A plain black t-shirt and black overalls and like red shoes. Yeah. Or white shoes or whatever. My, um, uh, but let me... right. I need to sort of maybe explain a little more. Because right now you're like... Overalls are gonna look weird if you're listening to this, and I can't. I can't do it. You gotta get them to where they're not too baggy because if they're too baggy, because I've tried those that version on, and I'm right. wearing, and I'm like, you feel with every movement, you're like, this feels uncomfortable, <laughs> so it must look uncomfortable. Everyone's gonna go, this guy's wearing overalls, but if you get them to where they're fitted, they sort of feel like jeans like you're wearing jeans but they're just a little looser in the waist and then you feel the strap on your shoulder but when you look in a mirror you go oh this does not look ridiculous yeah so get make sure they're slim and when you fucking wear them after an hour you're gonna be like they're too comfortable not to wear yeah like i'm right to do this i'm right to make this decision so i wore them yesterday and i took a picture of them and um, I put it on Snapchat and people were like, I was like, here comes all the fucking hate messages. And it was all like, those are cool. I, a couple of girls were like, they look really cute. And then a couple of dudes were like, that's actually cool, man. I think I want to, th- I've been wanting to get a pair and I have you put your wallet in your back pocket or your front pocket. Front. Is that for biking, biking, <laughs> biking, <laughs> bicycling? No, it's for, cause I don't like sitting on it. Okay. 
Um, okay. And I have a small wallet. It's like a thin wallet. Oh, okay. So you don't. So it could almost like fall out of your back pocket. Yeah, and it doesn't stick out okay. too much in the front. Too. So I wonder if that would make. It's just like slightly feels stranger. Like if your wallet would feel weirder back there, you wouldn't feel it as much, or it would be. No, because I keep my notepad in in my back pocket, uh-huh. and the overalls are slim enough to where it doesn't like when you're walking it's not like moving around and like kind of hitting you yeah or like you don't feel the weight of it it's because it's kind of snug like they look i guess i'll put it this way overalls look more uncomfortable and they stand out more than they feel when you're wearing them if they're slim fitting right so they look so comfy to me yeah because i think we have had our eyes on them as something we've wanted for a while i can't get them i think you can if you did it the Brett style, like super tailored and slim, you could pull it off. The lady, um, she for won't some reason, you know how like each person just has like a thing that they're like, it's just, I, I like her for some reason. It, she's just like, please not overalls. Don't wear overalls. I could like, I think I could do like almost anything else. Weird. I dated uh, a girl who was like, do not wear Tom's around me. Yeah. And for some, it was just like she <laughs> thought, and she was stylish. Like yeah, she knew her not shit. Tom's. She was like, I just don't like looking at them. And if we're <laughs> dating, and you have, you're a stylish person, I don't want you wearing them. I was like, fair enough. Yeah, you kind of. Like, I'll do like, that. You get like well, everyone gets like a mulligan. Like you get yeah. to pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like hey, just this one thing. You're like, all right, one, fine, deal. Yeah, I'll say, and that was an easy one because I'm like, I rarely wear them anyway. But I'm like, okay, I'll do that. Yeah, like. Like, I imagine people, you get a lot of that with, like, Crocs. Like, listen, can you just not do the Crocs? Yeah, yeah. That one I can totally understand. But then I've heard those are so comfortable. I tried a pair of Crocs on as a joke, and my feet were like, mm. please keep these on, our, on that's, us forever. That's why I never tried them, because I was they like, if I do, Nick, I would own them. Cloud shoes. Yeah, Bobby owns a pair. They are, and I've seen, I've seen a lot of hipsters do it. Yeah. They're, like, so dumb. and They kind of, like, look how dumb these are. You know, you know, you know, I notice a lot of artists mm-hmm. who paint and stand up and paint and like when they, you know, they make big paintings. So they're standing. You right. see a lot of artists wearing Crocs because they're yeah. fucking. And, and you know chefs. what else they wear when they're painting? Overalls. Overalls. Yeah. OK, moving on. Chefs wear them, too. <laughs> I can see that. Any any job where you're standing a lot, you want the most comfortable shoe and those yeah. usually don't look good. Yeah. Because he's wearing a pair of fucking Red Wings while they're cooking all day. Yeah. No. Zero people. Crocs. I think Crocs. I, I could fuck with a pair of like black ones. Like wh- sometimes when I see, you know, like you see the knockoff ones at like the Grove, uh-huh. one of those stands. You're like, eh. <laughs> are, I fuck with those a little bit. Yeah. With the right high water pant, you know. But I think I'm gonna I'm gonna make I'm gonna make an active push to bring back overalls. I think you. I think with your height, I said this with your height, it seems like a no brainer. I feel like that stands out more though. Cause no, I'm but six four. Fit, but as long as something fits right. It kind of doesn't matter. It just if it fits right, it supersedes someone being like, "Oh, look at overalls," because it fucking fits. So when it fits, it looks good, and then it looks good. So that's why you're wearing it. You they can't argue have, with something that looks good. They have belt loops too. Yeah, which is kind of I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, depending on the belt, but it's all, it's a too I don't know. Anyway, yeah, uh, I think you should get a pair of the Oshkosh ones tailored, or just a Dickies pair, because that's they're cheap, so you're not. Spending that much more, it would probably cost around. The, although were the crew ones on sale? No, but he hooked me up. Okay. Yeah. What they were they like eighty dollars? Yeah, they were pretty for as far as I mean. Denim Dickies goes. overalls are about forty bucks. So with the cost of tailoring the pants, you're probably even. Che- you're still underneath what you just paid. 
I think I would fuck with a pair of Oshkoshes. Where do you even get those in my size? Online. Just go online. Because they, they sell them at, like, I think they sell them at, uh, like, hardware stores. Like Orchard Supply Hardware. I oh. used to buy Dickies at the Osh on Foothill. No, Dickies I know you can buy. Like the, but oh, the Oshkosh ones, they sell those at hardware stores? Uh, I want to say yes, but I don't know. All, I don't think they're as common. But you can definitely uh. find them online. I've looked them up. Okay. And if yeah, you want, you know your size. But for those of you like, I don't know. All I'm saying is this. Go just try a pair on. Yeah. No one even has to see it outside of you and the, the dressing room mirror. Yeah. And then let me know how you feel. I think about getting a pair and just wearing them around the house. Do it. Yeah. Um, good one. My next recommendation is the sport of tennis. This is the second sports one you've had. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I can't get myself to go back to the gym for some reason. It's like a psychological barrier. Yeah, I've noticed that. So I've been trying to do other things. I've how long has it been? Like three or four months? Oh, no longer. Wow. It's been since they operated on my head. So that was May. It's like six months or something. Damn. It's a long time. So i lately been trying to um, think of things that I can do that are exercise. Get a bike. <coughs> I saw a bike. I went to an REI. <laughs> I went to an REI because I'm, 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 I'm going to try. The one in Arcadia? Yeah. That's a great one. I'm going to try to um, hike. Oh, okay. So I was looking at like hiking Wait, Hold on, mister. I'm, I can't be out in the sun. Well, no. I, I got my replenished my sunblock. And I'm going to wear a long sleeve shirt. Okay. And I have and I a hat. A hat, obviously. Yeah. I have many spray sunblocks at this okay. point. So I think it'll be like, okay. Right. As long as I'm abundantly careful. But I went, the thing that can get me to do something is buying something, buying like a bit of the gear. <laughs> right. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, because huh. I actually really like some of those hiking sneakers. They're so kind of dopey and techy looking that I think they look cool. Yeah. Like the high top ones. I, for some reason, hate the low top ones. Yeah. But I love like a high top Merrill sneaker. Right. They look just so they they make you they remind me of like a junior high school geology professor or something. That's the next type of sneaker that's becoming really uh cool, yeah. Popular is the athletic sneaker. So yeah. you see like companies like uh Puma and the Asics, the gel lights, mm -hmm. they're redoing those. Those are all like old athletic shoes, but they're just applying new colorways and shit, and now yeah. they look cool. And athletic shoes are super fucking comfortable. They're really comfortable. And a lot of those companies make like a really cool, like high top hiking sneaker. Where, and I, what I like about the hiking sneakers is the colors are always really cool. So they'll be like brown suede with like purple. Right, yeah, yeah. And I just, they, they feel like. A, Which one is that? I'm going to look that up. What, Asics? No, the hiking shoe you're talking Merrell. about. Merrell. M-E-R-R-E-L. They're like, they look like dad sneaker, dad high top sneakers. Like a white dude who wears cargo pants and works at a high school. He's got like, yeah. So I went to REI. Oh, and I saw a cool bike there. I wish I could remember the name. It's a company that when you buy a bike, they give a bike to somebody in need. Do you aware of this? Uh, no, so many companies are doing that these okay. days. Anyways, it was really no white. Idea. It was a white bike and super simple, and it had, like, the handlebars that I want, but it was really simplified. It, it was like a – what was the bike I said I like? You know, like the – it's not a cruiser, but, like, the vintage Italian racing bike style. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was that style, but with, like, no fenders, no anything that would, like, I that would rattle. But it was 500 bucks, which is, you know, reasonable. Not the worst. Yeah. But it, you know what the problem was? It said too much shit about the company on the body of the bike. It was like, but like gives back and like it said all this shit. I was like, I uh, take yeah. all these decals off. Cover it in stickers. Yeah. 
but yeah, I look I looked at that bike pretty seriously. But I went to buy to look at hiking sneakers. So because I've been looking for things to do as exercise that aren't going to the gym. But tennis, the game of tennis, is awesome. Uh huh. Right off the bat, like I said, walk me through it. Why is it awesome? You can play it till you're old. Uh huh. It takes a very long time to learn how to do. So it's not a thing you can get sick of because it's actually really hard to learn. Mm. But it's fun to learn almost the entire time. The great thing about tennis is once you learn how to hit the ball, it's one of the few sports where you can hit as hard as you can the whole time. You don't have to be, like, careful, really. You can Once you learn how to swing, you can swing hard. So it's, like, a fun release. And you get, like, tons of aggression out. And you feel like you're really, like, doing something and trying. We should. I want to go play tennis one day. You may not be good enough. It's hard. The thing about tennis is you what really have to. I want to go competitively try and no, no, beat no, not you even. It's hard to play with some. The thing about tennis is you really have to play with someone who's in and around your same ability level. Yeah. Because otherwise, like I tried to play with my friend Helena. She'd never played in her life. In her life, it was just me chasing the ball around. I would right. hit it to her. Well, I'm she not would, that bad. Okay. Where I'm going to be like making it sail across. Right. Like but I I'm played, not going to be like where you're going to be like, oh, this is challenging. Right. Like Kirk Fox is way too good to be playing with me, but I play well enough to where he can, like... It's, like, good for him to practice his mechanics. Sure, yeah. (laughs) But, like, if he starts hitting as hard as he can... You're dead. I have to be playing my absolute best (laughs) to get the ball back. And I'm I'm really just blocking the ball. Have you played with Bobby yet? Yeah, I beat him. Okay. Yeah. Aaron Cater and I are about the same. I don't remember... Aaron Cater and I played a few times. I don't remember who won. It was kind of even. Uh-huh. But I beat Bobby. Again, Kirk, like Kirk and Michael Costa. It's it's yeah, they were like professional level. Yeah, it's not yeah. It's, it's insulting. Like I'm I, I we're not playing the same game. Yeah, you can't even apply them into it's just like they're another level of they like, were pros. Yeah, I mean, when I when I play with Kirk about five times we'll play for about a little over an hour, and about five times I'll be like, All right, we're all I'll really smash one well and he'll be like, I like what I see over there, but I can't do it consistently. And my best shot is how he hits all the time. Well sure, yeah, yeah. He's great. Yeah. But the great thing about tennis is you can play until you're old. But where do I okay. For someone right now Take who's a like, lesson. Get in I don't have any money, someone's gonna say. I don't want to spend money to go play the sport. I can go play basketball for free at the gym. Why don't I do that? There's some kind of app. There's an app. Where you can, it's it's like how to find tennis partners in your area. Okay. I don't know what it's called, but if you look it up, it'll p- come up. And you can. You know and it should be called Tennis Love. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I recommend, you're going to have to spend a little bit of money, but group classes are not expensive. I was in a group class at the Beverly Hills Tennis Center. It was $15 a class uh-huh. for an hour. Which and and there and you had an instructor that helped you with like mechanics and stuff. Right. And the people that were in it that were beginners got better for sure. Okay. You do kind of need a lesson in the beginning. You could probably find stuff online and like YouTube lessons. Oh, and maybe then there's uh, Groupons for it. I can I see that. I bet you there are. I can see that. And a great and and you actually don't need necessarily someone to play with to learn. When I was in high school. Because I was on the tennis team, but I wasn't like super close friends with the dudes on the team, so we didn't play together uh, when we weren't at practice. I would go hit against a racquetball wall, and that's I learned kind of fast because of it. Oh, I want to do that. The great thing about a racquetball wall is this: you can hit as hard as you can, and you're not really going to hit it over the wall. So yeah. you're not going to lose the ball, and it teaches you how to swing hard. And there's a line, 
racquetball walls have put a line across for people practicing tennis. Uh-huh. So you know when you're hitting it over the net or not. So it's a good way to practice your strokes. Oh, a line on the wall. A line on the wall. They paint a line on the wall that's oh. the height of a tennis net. Where is a racquetball wall? They're usually at high schools by the basketball courts. I'm going to go do that then. I used to, like at CV, they were the track. Oh, yeah, they're still there, I believe. Yeah, so my mom would drop me off on Saturdays, the racquetball track. I'd play for like two hours, yeah. I, and then I'd, I'd go home. But that's a good way to learn early on. The, what, the problem is the one at Griffith Park where I play tennis is wood, so it makes a fuck load of noise, and it's annoying to the other players. Oh, yeah, there are tennis courts over there. Those yeah. are free, right? Uh, they're free from like 9 a.m. to like 3. The one, and then after from 3 to 7, they're pay. And that it varies. You have to go on the website. But, but during the day, they are free. I don't know if they have a racquetball court there. But I've played at the Griffith Park ones down by the freeway for free during the day. And then right. the ones up on the hill are free during the day. Okay. Tennis, and great part about tennis also, it, ju- it, it gives you a reason to buy some gear. Tennis, tennis racket, racket? Tennis racket's not that expensive. How much is like a beginner's tennis racket? You can get a very usable beginner's tennis racket that will last you the first three or four years of you learning to play tennis for 120 bucks. The great thing about tennis rackets is they're always on sale. Why? Beca- because they come out with new ones all the time. So last season's tennis racket, which is perfectly good. And the only reason this last season is because like a thing you wouldn't notice different anyway. I guess that's the only thing in tennis, too, that is it's like just upgradable. just the and the strings. Because they're never upgrading a tennis ball. Nope. Tennis clothing is like technically you just wear shorts and a shirt. Yep. So it's only the racket. They got to keep coming up with You do kind of need the right sneakers because running shoes aren't – you won't – early on you won't notice, but you need – running shoes will give you the wrong kind of support, and you might get that side-to-side balance. Well, you need a hard sole because you're on cement. Right. Tennis sneakers have like a dense I only play on clay, Kevin. (laughs) I don't even know the difference. I've never played on clay. I really want to. It seems like it would be more comfortable. Uh, It's softer, so the ball goes slower, so you have more time to hit. Okay. That's why people. That's why like people with really like players with really heavy serves don't like clay because their serve doesn't go as fast. It gives people. That's why at the first time Nadal beat Federer was the French Open. Yeah. They play on clay, but uh, but again, tennis sneakers aren't expensive. They're not nearly as expensive as basketball sneakers. My tennis sneakers were sixty bucks, which oh. for an athletic sneaker specific to a sport is actually kind of cheap. But you can get a really respectable tennis racket for about one hundred twenty bucks. I go to the racket doctor in Atwater, which and the great thing about fucking buying tennis racket, sweet colors, like yeah, great. You get to pick the color of the racket. You get to pick the color of the strings. Wow, you can change the color of the grip. I want a gray and yellow racket. They have that. I literally thought of one right now, made by Bobalot. Kind of expensive. Bobalot. Bobalot is a very cool company there, but they're kind of the price. The one brand I know is Prince. Ah, love a. I had a Prince in high school. Me too. The green and black one. I might still have that. And here's the thing about your racket. If you still have it, it still works. An old racket. I played. That. I have a racket that I had in high school in my trunk. It works perfectly. It's a Wilson Pro Staff. I just probably need new strings and a new grip. It's a perfectly good racket. They last yeah. forever. Like I, the two rackets I play with now, I buy them in twos because in case you break a string while you play. Uh-huh. And I got one for $130. It was on sale. And then Sportulay was having this huge sale before Christmas. It was like 70% off. So I got a racket that retailed for 200 bucks for $100. Wow. So I, I right now I'm hitting with the head prestige. <laughs> head <laughs> prestige. By, by the way, buying a tennis racket is one of the most satisfying things because of just the, the color schemes are so cool. 
They're ridiculously colorful. I want to just have that phone call when someone goes, "Hey man, you want to grab lunch?" Actually, no, man. I'm I'm on my way to buy a new tennis racket, so I'll, I'll talk to you later. Dude, getting They're new like, grips. What? Really? I got new grips the other day because yeah. my grips had kind of were getting too dirty and worn out. I got brand new grips, like having a brand new racket. It may like literally when they handed them to me, I was like, "Someone's about to get fucked up on yeah. this tennis court." You've all made a terrible mistake. I will now release Fury. Yeah, I want to go play, but apparently I'm not allowed to play we'll with see. you because we'll you're too, I'm too good. <sighs> Look, I'm I'd really be good. like falling asleep while you were trying to hit the ball. Guys, I'm really good. But you get to buy, and the fashion is fun. You get to buy fun shorts. I mean, when can you justify wearing an all-white outfit? Um, let's see. When you're Andrew WK. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's it. But they have some of the shirt. I bought my friend a shirt as a gift. Uh, the racket doctor always has some of the clothes are on sale. Mm-hmm. So for $20, the shirt was like the base color of the shirt was teal. And then it had pink, purple, white, and black. Like it looked like paint splatter streaks across the front. And on a tennis court, that doesn't even look. You can buy really fun, like ridiculous clothes you would never wear in real life, but you're going to play tennis, so they're appropriate. Right. It's just a fun way to buy like weird ass shit. Well, and none of it's terribly. Exp- it's a cheap sport to play. Tennis balls are five dollars for a for a can of three, and unless you really suck, you're not hitting them over the fence. My new mission: get good at tennis, beat the shit out of you, teach you a lesson. The fact is, <laughs> starting this late, you'll literally never be able to catch up. Why is that? What's wrong? Now you're just dissuading people from getting good at tennis and even starting. No, now. you get good, but like, since I will keep playing, yeah, I'll always be a little better. But maybe you'll quit for like two years like you did with the gym. The thing was, once I started playing again, <laughs> I got good so fast. Yeah. I fucking love tennis. It's um, it, I really recommend it to people. Just because it's a sport you can play when you get a little older. It's re- like basketball is so hard to play when you're old with your ankles and your knees and your Achilles and all that shit. It's a tough game you c- to, to play. But tennis, since you're not jumping, you can. I mean, I notice there's a lot of old dudes that play where we play. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're not running around a ton. Old guys tend to like to play doubles. Because right. there's two of them, so they're not, not running across the courts or uh, all over the place. But it's just great. I, I, uh, and it, it's, it's just good to get out. Wear a lot of sunblock. I wear a long sleeve shirt. Yeah. Protect from the sun. I spray sunblock and a hat, sunglasses. What's sunblock? I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> <laughs> I wear it all the time. Fuck. <laughs> spray stuff. You smell so gross. Um, there's, a, there's spray sunblock that it's unscented. I think I bought the unscented, but it's not complete. It still has a. It's really how it feels. You feel like you have a skin on your skin. The best sunblock, it's by. I think it's by Neutrogena. They have this like super. Do they have a spray one? I don't know if they have a spray one, but they have the lotion, and right. it's like super high SPF, like SPF, like fucking 80, 85. Yeah. And it's like oil free. You rub it on, and it you don't even feel it on your hands anymore. I would like to try because the prop. The reason the I greatest. buy the spray ones is because rubbing it on, then my hands greasy affects my grip on the racket. Yeah, this stuff is like you put it on and there's no grease. It's my favorite. That's why I used to never wear sunblock because I'm like, I don't want to deal with the yeah. grease and you feel it on your fucking arms or wherever else. Uh, that stuff's the shit because I wear it right before bike rides. I fucking put it on my okay. arms, my neck, my face, yeah, everywhere I need, and and you don't feel it at all. Right. Okay. Do you, that was all three years, right? No. Nope. No two. Oh, I'm. I went first. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Number three. This is necessary. <laughs> All right. Um. There's an album. 
And it's called 1989. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and it is by an artist named Ryan Adams. Okay. Uh, you may think, hey, Nick, uh, 1989 is also the name of a Taylor Swift album. And you're right. But what Ryan Adams did was he uh, took it and reimagined it. I saw him perform one of the songs in the I'm Daily not done. Show. And it is beautiful. <laughs> Go ahead, comment. I saw him play <laughs> one of the songs in the Daily Show. Which one? I don't know. I don't know the Taylor Swift song. You didn't listen to the Taylor Swift album? No. Oh, dude, it's so good. No, I it's didn't. legitimately I mean, good. You know what? I heard his version of one of the songs, and I realized I'd heard that song, but I didn't know it was a t- You know, I'd heard it the, somewhere. That's partly why it's so amazing, because... I've listened to that Taylor Swift album a lot. Right. And it's good and I re- like I legitimately like it. It's okay. very well made. Um and uh I listened to the Ryan Adams one and there were a few songs where you're like they they don't sound anything anything alike. The lyrics right. are all the same. You change maybe a couple words here and there from like girl to guy or whatever right. it was. But they just sound so different. And he, I, I read a couple of articles on it and on his approach, and he was just like, all I did was like, I was honest about my feelings as I was recording them. And like, because using the lyrics, I wasn't like making myself feel the way she felt. I was just like, how do I feel? And then that's where like the theme and the tone came out in each song. But you listen to them like back to back, and you're like, how are these the same songs? When, when I watched, because uh, I was, I didn't know he was going to be. I watched because I hadn't watched the new Daily Show yet, which yeah. I actually recommend. Okay, I think it's really good, and I think Trevor's doing a really good job, and Roy Wood is great on it. Mm-hmm. So I think people should watch it. And uh, um, but it's interesting, even in, it's like when they're talking to him about it, they want him to in a weird way shit on taylor swift and he does he won't and he doesn't because i think he genuinely likes no they're they're fr- actual friends yeah in yeah, real yeah. Life. so like one of the questions was someone like trevor was like was this hard to do and and he was like i don't remember what he said but like it got a laugh and it was like the audience in a weird way wants it to be like oh you're the super cool ryan adams who's like yeah, poking yeah, yeah, fun yeah. at her and he's like no 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 i'm literally not doing that yeah i like this shit a lot and like i that's why i picked to do it because he said it took him like two weeks and that got a laugh. And he was like, no, no, you don't understand how I record. The way we do it is this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't do it super digital. It's it's recorded live. So two weeks for us is actually a really long time. Like, that's not how we how I normally do it with my band. Yeah, he started it last year, at the end of last year. He did one song just mm-hmm. to do it. And then he was like, oh, I like this. They had a conversation about it, him and, and Taylor Swift. I just did this, take a listen to it. He's like, I'm kind of thinking about doing the whole album. And they had a whole, you know, I agree. They talked it out, maybe this, that. Right. And then, you know, a month or two months ago when the whole, when they were, he's like tweeting about it and all this stuff was when it was just kind of becoming public. And then they were like finishing it up. But this thing was like set in motion. I wonder if he's going to tour with her at all or play shows. You think it would? I don't know. It would be cool. I mean, she just played or it wasn't out yet when she played the Staples Center. Yeah, but so that wouldn't have made knew sense. About it. I mean, you kind of think it'd be the, like, hey, come join. My, my friend's going to join me on stage. We're going to play. I can see the next time he tours, like if he does a date in, you know, L.A. or wherever, she would. I could see her showing up and wonder, then they do a song. I wonder together. how many of her fans will buy that record. I think a lot. You'd think a lot. Yeah. Because her Cause fans they are. They just do anything that's yeah. related to her. And since she was obviously in, a, in somewhat a way involved. 
And she was like tweeting about how excited she was about it. Yeah. I can't wait. I love this idea. I can't wait to listen to it. And her like 14 year old fans are going to be like, we are too. Yeah. We will listen. But she sells a ton. But yeah, the the songs uh, blank space is good. It, like he slows it down. And it's like super like morose sounding uh, and it's good. Uh, the song style and out of the woods. He mm. changes so much and they're just like sad and like great style. gets a little more punk. Like he just does some amazing stuff to these songs. He just takes like different genres and kind of applies them to each one. Right. So on the Taylor Swift version, it could be like real upbeat and happy, and he would just fucking drain all the life out of it, but in like a really thoughtful, purposeful way, you know? Right. Like, cause I mean, Ryan Adams is a fucking super talented musician. He's a great songwriter. He's great with a guitar, and he doesn't fuck around with this. Like he he legitimately went for it. Yeah. And it's good. Beginning to end, he does it track for track in the same order. It is uh, you can get it obviously anywhere you can get music. So if you already have a Spotify, you're not even spending any money to listen to this. Just put it on. Say you've never heard the Taylor Swift album. Who gives a shit? Do you like Ryan Adams? Okay, that's good enough reason to do it. Do you like that genre of music? That kind of alt country Americana singer songwriter thing. That's enough. Forget that Taylor Swift wrote the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And he is covering her album. Just put that out of your mind. If you're like, Taylor Swift sucks. That's a separate thing you got to get over. Um, just listen to the album. Right. And you, you will forget that you're like listening to like, oh, these are Taylor Swift covers. Because they fucking do not sound like them. It's so good. It's so good. And it's even better if you do like the Taylor Swift album. Because you'll be listening and you'll forget. And then you'll be singing along. And then you'll go... Oh, yeah, I'm singing this fucking Taylor Swift song that sounds nothing like it. And you wonder, just start laughing. I wonder if other people are going to steal this idea now. I wouldn't it, be surprised. It it's not well. the first time people have covered an entire album, but it's never... He did it with The Strokes, right? He did Is This It? Who, Ryan Adams? Yeah. I don't know. But I'm saying other artists have done it, but it's never gotten this much publicity because right. Taylor Swift's the biggest star in the world, yeah. uh, musically. Um, but it's awesome. And... It just came out on vinyl. Oh, cool! So if you're into that, it what's is, the cover look like? It uh, it's hard to s- describe it. It says 1989 in big letters, and it's like this greenish yellow, kind of outdoor, okay, looking photo. What is it? What does it look like? I already forgot. So it's like a f- picture of um, uh, like a, a coastline, an ocean. Like you're right on the beach. The sky's a little like beige. The water's kind of green, and there's like a ton of birds like waiting in the water. And then there's a couple in the sky. And then 1989 in big letters in, in like kind of floating in between the sky and the and the water in big white letters, big white numbers. I wonder if he'll do something like this again. I don't know, but it's good. I mean, it's a very it, there's nothing really cheeky about it. It's a very honest interpretation of an album like you just have to dismiss the part where it's like you know taylor swift's a young pop act and i'm not into pop music and blah 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 uh set that aside and just be like oh ryan adams put out a new album of cover songs and just go from there and fucking tell me i'm wrong i dare you (laughs) you won't be able to do it because i'm right right so deal with that um my last one is board games Oh, dude, I'm all for that. <laughs> uh, board games are a thing I forget about for, I don't know, a decade at a time. Uh-huh. And then every time. Do you own any? 
categories. That's a good one. Uh, I think there's a cranium here somewhere. That's good too. I want to say there's like an anniversary Monopoly. Monopoly is essential. Monopoly is one of those ones where I've probably had nine Monopoly boards over my lifetime. Because right. you'll let because they're what eight bucks. I like the theme ones. Like they do a Star Wars one. That's cool. I'm an old school Monopoly guy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't like I don't like the themes. They throw me off. <laughs> I love um I love Trivial Pursuit. Oh, I own a couple of those. Yeah, yeah. There was the n- they did like they do some spe- specific ones too. Yeah, I have a '90s one. Yeah, there's a '90s one. And I have a pop culture one. Yeah. And then I have another one. It was some some anniversary on one where the questions are like, "What? I haven't even heard of yeah. any of what you're talking." It's like it's kind of difficult. Yeah, I mean, there's Trivial Pursuit is can be genuinely difficult. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they I because lately on my phone I've been playing this game Trivia Crack. Oh, you, that, I remember that. Yeah, you kind of play against people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, fun. I yeah. like trivia. I just do. Yeah. And uh, I quit trivia crack because no one could beat me. <laughs> you <laughs> know, it's weird. I beat somebody and then they like rechallenged me. All right. And I beat them again and they did it again. That's and I want to be like, yo, I'm smarter than you. Yeah. This is never going to change. Right. But it just felt weird to be like, I would, I never thought to like rechallenge them. Yeah, felt really odd to me. That's funny. But yeah, I like. Uh, I've, I'm and I don't win all the time. I've lost. Oh, did, yeah, you, no, I mean I have too. I was when I win. when I get a question wrong on the first turn, I just want to like quit the game. I want to just break yeah. my phone. You're like, what's the point? What's the point of this? Yeah. But I beat someone last week in my first turn. Just ran it. All got all the questions. Uh, you know, you could get, I got lucky. Got a few crowns. Uh, like back to back. Right, right, right. But yeah, beat them in one turn, which must have been like, what was it? they must have been like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, categories I play with the lady. That's a good one. Well, you can play that with two people. It seems a weird one to play one on one. It's stressful. Have you ever played one on one Monopoly? No, I've done that. Really? That takes a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a five hour process. <laughs> but I've done it a few times. Yeah. Monopoly. I, it's hard for me to lose at Monopoly. What do you have a strategy? Yeah, it's called fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I get super competitive with Monopoly. To me, when I think of playing Monopoly, to me, it's just like, oh, I mean, you buy every, almost everything you land on. It's just kind of luck driven. Right. Like, yeah, it's just dice. That's how Monopoly's dice. Like, I can't ever think of a strategy when it the comes to Monopoly. The newest cool board game, it's been around for a long time, but it's gotten really popular lately, is uh, Settlers of Catan. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never heard of that. It's a great game. I like Cranium. Cranium's pretty good. And I know the guy a little bit who... um. Drew all the things on the board. Oh, really? Gary Baseman. That's funny. Very famous illustrator. He also did... He had a cartoon on the Disney Channel, too, like Teacher's Pet or something like that. Yeah. But uh, Cranium's fun because it involves several things. There's, like, drawing. You have to do charades also. Or is that categories? The categories is just the words. I, I think Cranium, you have to do a bunch of yeah, stuff. Yeah, Cranium's like a, a multi... There's, like, a bunch of shit going on. In yeah. It. But uh, Jerry Ferrara... Loves a game night more than anyone. Oh, no way. That That's dude awesome. is always his like Jerry. If he could have his way, he would do nothing but have game nights with couples. Yeah. He loves dude. game nights game are nights. the best. <laughs> he fucking loves game night so much. I got I ha- I used to do game nights a lot really? when I was. Yeah, I was dating this girl and then my best friend was dating this girl, too. So we would always have these game nights and stuff. And one night, 
we had the cops called on us because we were having so much fun <laughs> playing Trivial Pursuit and what was the other maybe categories and then we were playing Trivial Pursuit but we just spent like a few hours just yeah. fucking having a blast and then the cops showed up and they knocked on the door and I was like who's knocking at my door at like fucking midnight 1230 yeah. and it was a Saturday night it wasn't like a Tuesday night at midnight right. where everyone's asleep I opened the door like can I help you yeah we got a noise complaint from one of your neighbors saying like there's a lot of noise up here I was like and I opened the door wider and like I point I'm like we're just drinking wine and playing Trivial Pursuit and they, they were like Oh uh, yeah, we kind of assumed so because we were walking up and we we didn't hear any music, we didn't see any yeah. people. There was no partying. I'm like, yeah, man, I, I don't know who called, but they must have just been hearing the wrong thing because this is what we're doing. That's all who's here. <laughs> and he, I point and there's three other people there, yeah. and he's like, that's what we thought. It was the older person, but uh, maybe if you could kind of wherever you were tone it down a little more. I'm like, you got it. Yeah. And then there we go. One of the best episodes of Will and Grace is about a game night. Yeah. That's a old. That's a old school. Thing to do. It's becoming like an old school, like people wouldn't think to it's do It's one of those things you think in your head it sounds hokey. But then once you start, to, and, and it always, to me personally, it always feels corny as you're starting. And it feels kind of dumb. And then imme- it's immediately fun. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know what? This isn't a board game, but I'll just recommend having one in your life. Is that game Cornhole? Where you know. throw the bean bags. Oh, those are great. It's the best game. I love that game. It's yeah. like a good beach game or at a picnic. It is the best game yeah. ever. It's fun. It is so fun. You know what a good a classic to always have at home is? Uno. I haven't played Uno in a long time. Get out of your own have house. Have I ever talked to you about <laughs> and I tried to write a bit about this, but it was almost too confusing mentally. Around the corner from my home, uh, my street is a uh, can sometimes be like a makeout street. Okay. Because it's dark on one side. Uh-huh. So f- every once in a while, you see people hooking up in a car. Okay. For like a year, about once a week, I'd be walking my dogs at around 10 p.m., 11. There'd be a car with two Koreans in it, or Asians, or I don't know what they were. They looked Korean to me. Uh, they looked about 20 ish, 22, 23. And they would play Uno in a car late at night. About once a week. What? Yeah. That's so weird. It's the weirdest thing to me still. I don't. They lo- they were in their twenties, and they would sit in a car. Uh, wait. With the it dome was a light couple. On. It was a, I don't know. It was a boy and a girl. Maybe they just weren't. They were in one of those like our parents don't want us to date. Too young to date, maybe. Yeah, or our families don't like each other, or whatever. Like, and they were like, "Let's just hang out in the car." And then they were like, "They were into Uno." But it was Uno. Every what else time. could it be? I don't know, dude. Every there's time. no way their families were like, "There will be no Uno playing in this household." And I they were don't like, "We're know, gonna have to dude. rebel and play in the and play in the Honda." I don't know, dude. How, after the second or third time you saw this, did you just not like knock on the window? I would walk by the car so slowly and then whisper, "What are you doing?" I mean, I thought about I've thought about it. One time I caught uh, not caught. I walked by two people having legitimate sex. That's less Element. weird yeah. than the Uno thing. I mean, I saw a na- a fully naked woman in a car. It wasn't even midnight. You know what would have been cool is if on the fifth time you walked by the Uno guy, the Uno like people Couple. whatever, they were fucking 
and playing Uno at the same time. I wanted them to be having sex, not even so I, so much I could see sex, just because I wanted it to make sense. Yeah. But I saw it five times, about I think. And then it ended. And then they, then they weren't there anymore. And I think about it every three days since it was three years ago. It's the weirdest shit to me. I'll never understand it. Wow. Oh, you know what? This is the best game I've ever played, and I don't know anyone who plays it. And it's I've discovered in high school some fucking I used to hang out with the nerdy weirdo, like D and D metalhead kids. Right. I was we discussed earlier with metal. <laughs> if you say Magic the Gathering, no, 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 no. Okay. It's a game even more obscure, even weirder. It's a game called Lunch Money. Oh. And it's a card game, and the idea of the game is you're both two because there's pictures on the cards, like photos that someone like took, and the, all, so all the cards are photos. Uh, you're two Catholic schoolgirls beating each other up for their lunch money. <laughs> so all the cards are like uppercut, jab, hail mary. It's like a, a seven point whatever. How do you and win? You you got to get uh, the other person down from fifteen points to zero. And there's first aid cards where you can get healthier again. Oh, wow, it's so fun. <laughs> I love that game, That's a good and it's name super hard to find. At least, in like you should probably find it online a lot easier. But um, yeah, I have a deck, and I used to play it all the time. It's so fun. I like that game, Apples to Apples. I think I played that once. Card game, but Lunch Money is very obscure. If you've ever heard of it or played it, let me know. Just because I don't know anyone that that does. I mean, if you grew up playing it, or like, oh, that was kind of popular in my school, I would love to know because. I don't know any more than like four or five people that I've ever met that have like been like, yeah, I played that or I've heard of that. Yeah. But it was, God, it was so fun. And you could play up to like, I think up to like four people. We used to play it in school at break. Right. We would just like knock out a couple games and stuff. It was so fun. You know what's as hard to find is that two Asians playing Uno <laughs> in a car. Yeah. God, what the fuck, man? Dude, I, don't, I cannot believe you never asked them. <laughs> Dude, it seemed... Like, uh, this seemed to be a weird situation I should just leave alone. I mean, I mean but, I, yeah, after, you know, the first two or three times. But on the fifth time, you're like, look, I'm not interrupting like, anything. What You've are you done guys this doing? Enough. Yeah, I just am curious. I've seen this a couple of times. I don't care. Why like, can't you play Uno at home? Yeah, what the fuck? Like, go play Uno at House of Pies. I bet it was like. Our parents don't want us dating. Yeah, maybe they were just maybe they were seventeen and they weren't allowed to date. Yeah. Yet. But then make out. I mean, maybe they did before, then they played Uno, made out again later. I mean, the I'm the kind of Uno I saw them playing didn't look like it had turn was going to turn into making out or had stemmed from making out. So I'm saying they could have played for a while and then they were talking and then that, that led to like, let's make out. I mean, the dome light was on, so they have to turn it off. So weird. I don't know. That is weird. Yeah. Um. <laughs> don't don't play Uno in a car. Go to a coffee shop. Wouldn't that get loud? No, I guess it wouldn't get loud. You Wait. see people play board games sometimes at coffee shops. That's always cool. The Starbucks on Vermont <laughs> uh, in Los Feliz. There's a dude I see there. I don't go to that one all the time, but he ha he plays online video games in there, and he has like the suitcase, where he like opens up a black suitcase with like the screen, and he has a headset and a full keyboard, and he sits there and plays video games online in that Starbucks for hours. It's so sad. It's a real bummer, and he like talk. He's talking to the people on like a headset. Oh my god, that's so sad. It's weird, and he's not a young. He's probably a fifty-year-old man. 
Yeah, there's people who are like, that becomes an addiction and it fucks their life up. Yeah. This Crazy. guy's there too much. That's my anti-recommendation. Don't play video games. Yeah. Go outside. Don't I play video games. not playing video games is a good recommendation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a recommendation to stop doing a thing you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> stop playing video yeah, games. Yeah, if I had one of those, it would be like, because they're they're way too consuming. They're fun, and I'm yeah. good at video they're games. They're too consuming. But the ones now are like they'll eat your entire life up. Yeah. Because they never end. Bobby, open Bobby and his girl have trade-offs now where he, if he plays – he's allowed like four hours of a game, whatever uh-huh. game he's playing. Yeah. He has to like massage her for like an hour. Yeah. Like full – they put videos of it on Instagram. Right, right. And they basically trade. Because she's he's turned into like a zombie of video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insane. <laughs> um, so that's the anti recommendation on yeah. both our parts. And yeah. those were the things that we recommended. That was it. That was three apiece. Um, as we said throughout, let us know what you think of them um, and what you do. And uh, and we'll do another one of these in like I don't know six seven weeks something like that. Yeah. When we come up with three more things we care about yeah. <laughs> that we're into. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it, and we will see you next week.